asking the boys before you came on if they had watched that uh, video I sent. Uh, I sent an email uh, with, uh, is it Paul Schmidt? I think that's his name. Yeah, he's a he's a voiceover, you know, guru guy. Uh, the voice actor, he you know, instructor, coach, blah blah blah. And he teaches about marketing. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, and he did this video about the coming of AI, and uh, the, the headline was uh, something to the effect: "Is eighty percent of voiceover going to be going bye bye?" And you know. Only the twenty percent will remain. Oh uh, no, I didn't watch it, but I see it here, Mark. I flagged it now. Oh, um, so they, they'll be using all AI for, um, so they won't need as many. They'll just okay. Yeah, his his uh, I guess his line of thinking, and I I I kind of agree with some of it uh, that the majority of the let's say simpler run of the mill type of voiceover, you know, your instructional voiceover, your IVRs, your, um, you know, your corporate type of learning videos that, you know, uh, everybody's uh, voicing for right now is going to end up going to AI. And uh, the only real voiceover work out there that uh, humans will be able to do are the more creative you know, like the the definite, you know, TV and radio corporate commercials, the, you know, promo work, the, you know, video game voices, the, you know, this and that. that, that uh, A lot actually, of the commercial work. Yeah, that take mm -hmm. acting, you know, versus mm -hmm. synthetic voices. <clears throat> I, I agree with, I agree with some of that. Um, the part that I just kind of, hedge on is him him saying that oh you know you gotta <clears throat> if you wanted to stay in this business you gotta train you gotta you gotta learn your skill you gotta learn how to act you gotta learn how to be creative da 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 to to get those other jobs that are gonna be out there um which true you gotta do anyways I think you know you have to do that whether AI was here or not uh so that point is kind of moot to me I mean you, Hey, whether AI is here or whether it's not, we've still got to do that type of training and work to get the jobs. Um, but uh, I think, and again, this is just my little uh, bit of simple investigation. The AI voices out there are freaking amazing. I I can't believe some of the stuff they have on those sites that you can type in a simple little line you know for for a sample like hello my name is mark and i'd like to talk to you today about jacking off you know thanks howard <laughs> <laughs> there you go the howard stern's coming out i should have had the costume on for that <laughs> but you type that in and they've got the voices now that the inflections the you know i i i was shocked uh, so, I mean, him saying that uh, AI is only going to be good in this one area, I think is, I think it's going to be broader. Uh, it, it's, to me, it does scare me for one that's been struggling, trying to get into this business, trying to get work. Uh, and now AI is coming in and not only possibly taking away some of the 
easier, simple, non-talented type of voiceover, you know, uh, I can see it taking over the talented stuff. I, I don't know what, 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 what's your thoughts, Jeff? Did you, did you listen to that video or watch it? Yeah. Um, I guess the hope is, and I guess he alluded to this is that people are still going to want the human touch. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. A lot of work is going to go away, but still people are going to want the human touch the ability to do different takes, different styles to explore different takes and different styles is going to be still important for real voice actors. True. Uh, For those creatives that, you know, are old school and want to stay with that uh, again, uh, what little research I did as far as takes could you emphasize this word more? Could you speed it up a little? Could, yeah, you can do all of that with AI now. I was, I was flabbergasted. I, you know, I could sit and I could, I could speed up the tempo a little bit. I could slow it down a little bit. I could put underlines on a word that I wanted to, for them to emphasize, and the damn thing did it. I mean, it was pretty scary. Wow. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It, uh, you know, again, do I agree with Mr. Schmidt about a, a lot of what he said? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little bit, I go a little bit darker. Um, now I know, and this is not to cast aspersions on, you know, coaching business. I know he wants to keep his coaching business going as everybody does in, in that's doing that whether it be him or Bill DeWeese or, you know, any of the other coaches out there doing their thing, they want to keep coaching to make a buck. And I understand that, but it's, uh, it's kind of a scary thought. And, and AI has been around forever. It just, it's just slowly crept in. Mm -hmm. When, when you, when I, when I thought about it uh, again, I spent pretty much a whole day just, wasting time looking into it uh but susan berkeley the great voice company uh, we've talked about here i think john did some coaching from her or did you jeff i can't remember wasn't me yeah i think it was john he mentioned it i i took some coaching from susan berkeley and her claim to fame was she is the voice for at&t so back in the olden days when you were on the phone and you wanted to get the time and temperature that was her voice but it was basically AI, because all that she did is sit in a booth and she talked about it one day and she did, the time is, and she'd do one, two, three, four. And she would just do that down the line. And then she'd do, you know, two, 16, two, 17. Two, and, you know, she did that for hours. And then, you know, AT&T plugs it into their system and they're done, you know, so she's done with it. You know, she, you know, is no longer needed because they have everything they need. And that was years and years ago. And, you know, that was kind of AI in its infancy that, that uh, I look at. Uh, and the same with Siri, you know, Siri's voice and Cortana, or, you know, all of those that are that are on the computer. Um they were real voices at one time that did the recordings and now they just manipulate it. And then there was Beth standing that accidentally became the voice of TikTok. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, until she sued to get her voice off of that. But oh, is that right? I didn't. Okay. Oh, yeah. You should read up about that. All right. Okay. Good. I, I will. That's interesting. So she actually recorded for some. She re- she did like a, I don't know if it was e learning or what. She had done a job uh, several years ago. I don't know how long ago, three, four, five years ago, maybe longer. And somewhere along the line, that company sold her voice, basically, you know, her recordings, I guess. And basically what happened was a couple of people contacted her and said, Hey, your, you know, your voice is on TikTok." <laughs> and she kept getting that. And she was like, at first she was like, Oh, it's kind of cool. And then it's like, well, how did that happen? And basically she, her voice was, if you typed something in the TikTok on a video that it would do the AI voice and it was her voice. And she's like, wait a minute, this is not good. Cause they can, anybody could type whatever they want and have her say anything. Well, how did, did she win the suit? They settled out of court. That's, that's, but they they definitely took her. They don't use her voice anymore. And I'm surprised because when you, as a well, is she now again? For most non-union items, uh, you know, you do a, a sellout. You know, in perpetuity, perpetuity. Uh, so whoever buys that recording from you basically owns it, and they can do whatever they want. Right, but I. I don't know how all that went. Um, what's his name? Um, Robert Sigmund Paglia, who's a voice uh, actor and a lawyer. Yeah. He represented her. Really? So she's still, even today, she's still, um, if anybody asks her, she's, you know, does interviews to talk about it. Cause she's trying to get the word out about, you know, everybody needs to be aware of this. Yeah. And you really need to protect your voice, protect your intellectual property. <clears throat> yeah. And that's as, as a union voice actor, I can see that, you know, as some, as, as you know, they, they have some, they have some standing that they can, that they can go against, but as non-union people, you know, other than just being careful with what we do, there's really not much else. I don't know if we can do or not. I, and again, I don't know if she's union or not. I believe she is, but I don't know if that was a union job because most union voice actors still 95% of the jobs they do are non-union. Yeah, true. If you guys remember uh, several months ago, I know uh, uh, Mark and Cindy may remember, but uh, I was listening to Pandora and, you know, they play two or three songs and they get a commercial through these songs. And there was a commercial that came on and, and I swore that was Cindy's voice. Um, if you guys remember that or not, and because I, I think I mentioned it. I, one of our, yeah, I remember you mentioning yeah. that. Yeah, I would have swore that was Cindy's voice. And I only heard it one time. And um, then I never heard it again. So you know, do they slip one in once in a while? Maybe so. I don't know. Well, and and like, and that's probably possible because when I do a voiceover, they pay me at like yeah. CBS. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, that's it. I don't like, like Mark was saying, I don't get royalties or anything like that, like musicians or anything like that. So they could do be doing that. I, I don't know. I mean, how yeah. often they're using those things they paid me $150 for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And it's a one-time payment, right? It's not. Right. That's it. No, it's not every time they pay it or there's not like a percentage of royalties, like with musicians, you know, you got organizations like ASCAP and what's the other one? There's two of them. I know Um, where you're playing somebody's. Yeah. ASCAP. And if you're, (laughs) if you're, um, you know, playing people's music, you need to pay fees so people can get the royalties. So, um, So it is, it is a little bit different. So. Yeah. I, I had, I had, um, I think it was Ed Sacco that sent me an email um, and he recorded a, um, it was a, um, what do you call it? It was, it was an IVR and it was on the Denver water department's uh, telephone and he called it for something. I don't know. He had to get water turned on or turned off. He had to do something. And he was listening to the on hold message and he thought it was me and he oh. said he sent me the okay. message because he recorded it on his phone and he said hey mark congrats <laughs> man you sounded good on this you know da, 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 this and that and i'm listening to it and i'm going damn that does sound like me you know and i'm like i never recorded anything for the denver water department so i mean i don't know if it's just another fella that sounded exactly like me or poor soul but uh it was <laughs> It was funny. It was, I was like, yeah, and I, I emailed him, hey, Ed, thanks, but uh, I don't deserve it. What, what, did, what, did you, what did you send, Jeff? What was that that you sent in the chat? Well, there's a No Fakes Act, I guess, bill that Congress, I guess, passed. I don't know a whole lot about it. Hmm. I'm going to look. I'm going to read that. Okay. Is it a video or, or an article? It's an article. Okay, good. I'm gonna look into that. But it's a bill to protect actors and musicians from, oh. you know, their their material being replicated. Sorry, my phone is blowing and up. And it's probably a good idea. And I think Beth Standing even says this that we should get in the habit of putting some kind of uh verbiage in our emails or our and or our invoices about you know, not selling our, not using our voices other than what is intended for that job Ah, All right. to help, to help try to protect you. Yeah. I, as far as this Denver water department thing, I was, I was baffled again. Could be somebody that sounds just like me. Yeah. Wow. So any rate, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I'm kind of right now six and sevens on the whole uh, AI thing. You know, it's, is it inevitable to happen? Yeah. I mean, it's technology, you know, it's, I mean, yeah. Yeah. This, look at what, what voiceover in general did over the last 20 years. I mean, it used to be, it used to be a very, very select group of people, uh, mostly men that uh, did the voiceover work. Um, for everything, your radio, TV, commercial, you know, just whatever voiceover was needed. It was a, it was a small group of people. That's and true. what, 20 years ago, maybe 25, it broadened because of computers and the internet. And the- well, like Paul Schmidt said, that technology is allowed has improved the barrier to entry, so more people can get involved. And it's going to be technology that takes a lot of us out of out of this work yeah 
Very true. Uh, so I'm stupid enough and stubborn enough to let everybody fall out, and I'll just I'll just hang in there until uh, you know <laughs> they have no yeah. they have no choice but to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only human being that you're going to find right now. Everybody, everything else is AI. So yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that is it. Uh, All right, Nava voices dot. Oh yeah, Nava. They they are heavy into that. They have seminars uh, constantly. Uh, I, I get uh, I'm a member of NAVA, and uh, I'm getting emails constantly about different. Uh, I guess you want to call them seminars or webinars. Or... Webinars, yes, thank you. Webinars. One of these days, I'll learn how to talk and do it <laughs> do it correct for a living. But I don't know. I don't know what you know if there's any more we can expound upon it because again I I only know enough about it to be dangerous. Yeah, so Nava they have this little uh, which is on that page that I sent on that second link. They have a suggested uh, attachment you can send to your clients or whatever about you know ways to protect your your voice. This is after they hire you and you've done your recordings or when you're still negotiating? It's it's probably best to do it before you do the work. Um, They even suggest like when you do auditions, you know, like for instance, voices.com, you know, you send a proposal, you can, you know, put some verbiage in there about, you know, not using your voice for other than what it's in tended for for that job oh like in the little comments section when you send off your audition yeah yeah and just i just wonder if that is going to turn off people i think it will some well i think it may at first I, yeah i don't know it's it depends if they plan on selling your voice then yeah it's going to turn them off but i think a lot of creatives are going to understand because this doesn't affect voiceover only. I mean, video producers are have everybody in our industry we work with, they're all worried about it too and how yeah. AI is going to affect their job. That's true. It, it's amazing what they can do with the image now. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're we're kind of worried about kind of selfishly about, you know, how it affects us. Well, it affects everybody. So the more it can be talked about and open, you know, talk to your clients and perspectives prospects about it um some good ideas i mark scott suggests you know uh team up with some of your clients or prospects and suggest hey why don't we put together a project where we can talk about this or kind of collaborate and try to use that as a marketing mechanism which you can also do you know as you know to promote like holiday season, whatever, you know, it would be free work that you would do, but the idea is hopefully it would generate work. In, in, like team up with a voice act, uh, a voice team up with a video producer, say, Hey, why don't we put together a, uh, you you put together a video or something talking about AI or any topic you want. It could be getting ready for the holidays and, you provide the voice and then you guys both share that for your, you know, 
to put it out to your social media whatnot and maybe that'll garner some business for both mm-hmm. of you guys yeah 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 yeah. that's a good idea i like that but you can also if you want to you know enlighten people about the concerns about ai you can do the same thing yeah it's paul did mention in there that or it might have been on another uh, video that I uh, he he's had several videos that he's talked about AI, um, and I can't remember if it was that one or another one, but he was talking about how the voice talent should embrace AI and team up with AI, and I'm I, I sat back and said, how do you do that other than you know sell your voice to an AI uh, company? Uh, Okay, well, Beth Standing is in another example. She has her AI voice that she has total control over. There are companies that will provide that will digitize your voice, and then either they sell it with your approval, or you might be able to control it yourself. So she literally, and it comes in handy for her, that she currently, she could be on vacation or somewhere and gets a client that says, Hey, can we change this script? Can you change this one sentence? And now she can literally type it into her AI on her laptop anywhere. She doesn't have to record anything and she can send it right off. So she gets, she gets a certain chunk of money for doing that. And then the AI provider gets a chunk of money, correct? Yes. Cause it all comes down. Sorry. It all comes down to money. Oh yeah. You know, it's yeah. always so your AI voice wouldn't you probably wouldn't charge what you would charge for your normal voice, but then again, you're not recording anything. Oh, right. So it's you're saving right. you a lot of time. Yeah. So I mean if you're just doing a, you know, plugging in a word or two or this or that, you can just type it in and send it off. Because there was a company and I actually signed a contract and I ended up not being able to, <clears throat> I I had too much come up and I ended up kind of blowing it off, which I regret. And I can't remember the name of the company. They were in Europe. Ah, can't remember the name. But they develop AI voices. And their plan was to reach out to bloggers and anybody that, like newspapers and magazines, that they write a lot of content. And they put it online they would provide a little player audio player that will that will read basically play out the article because if you take the new york times they can't hire voice actors to if they want to have an audio version of all their articles that's just not feasible they can't have a you know how much are you going to pay a voice actor and they have dozens if not hundreds of articles every day right so put this player on there that'll read it as an AI voice. And so that's who that's who their target market is. And you can have a branded voice. So they had reached out to me because they wanted a Texas voice. I guess they think I have a Texas voice. And, and uh, they pay, you record, it's like 2,000 sentences. So it takes some time. And then they digitize your voice. They'll pay you a thousand dollars one-time fee, and then you're part of their library. And if if a somebody wants to use your voice, 
you have to approve it. They don't just, you know, they have an agreement that they let you know, Hey, this site wants to use a voice. Are you okay with it? And then you get, it's not a lot of money, but maybe it would develop into more down in the future. Yeah, but it's um, funny. It's you don't have to do anything after that. Correct. Just your approval, and you get a little chunk of money for them using your voice. You right. Know, yeah. Would it be more if you actually did it live? Yeah, sure. But no, I, that that part I understand. And now, now that you've explained it that way, I can see where that would become handy. Um, that's something to look into. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I mean, they were willing to pay me it's getting to the point now that AI voices are like, yeah, we'll do this, but you know, we're not going to pay you. You can pay us to digitize your voice. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then when you need something and, and you need to find the right one that, you know, is not going to try to sell your voice without you knowing. I mean, there are plenty of still ethical companies out there that are willing to work with you. There are but I'm always the pessimist that's going to say <laughs> there, there are those, there are those crooks out there too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And by the way, I don't hear any Texas in your voice. <laughs> I was surprised when he told me that, but I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, he's European. So, you know, there is a certain Texas even people outside this country, they think of Texas, it's almost like it's a separate country. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's Texas has its world of its own and its own reputation. Yes. Yeah. Good, yeah. bad, or indifferent. <laughs> That's, no, you're supposed to say good, bad, and ugly. Come on. You got to get it right so we can put that sound effect in. <laughs> That, that, that's interesting that the AI has come in, but I guess, you know, if, if you think about it, uh, who would have thought, you know, 20 years ago that we'd be um, scanning our own groceries and bagging our own groceries. I mean, that's become now, I guess, like we've got a job at, at this local supermarket, so we, we have to do it all ourselves. So I guess it's only, you know, every, every industry is going to be affected by the technology that's coming into place and, and voiceover, certainly no different. Thank you.